Welcome to Pocket Watch. How are you guys doing today? Hope you guys had a great week. Go ahead, start off. It's Cruz. Cruz is here. Jacob ain't here this week. Nope, but we got somebody else new in the building. Nice Go little ahead. guest that you could probably see from the uh, heading of the episode, but it's cool. Yes, sir. Are you ready? You guys ready for something <laughs> different? Go ahead and introduce, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. John Tequinon is here. What do you do? No, Nathan Quinones. So uh, I'm a dancer and a model. Ooh, we got a model in the building. Papi Chulo over here. <laughs> dancer, model, stationed in LA right now. He up in Hollywood. Hollywood, living it up. Did some, did some, that's what we're going to get to. He did some different things to get out there, different, you know, life changes. I have to take my own road, that's for sure. Exactly. This, this man's a dream chaser, dog. Got got a McDonald's commercial coming out. Got a magazine. Got a nice little dance career going. Slowly but surely getting there. I like it. It's interesting because it's like the unconventional way of doing what you want to do. Hence, yep. title of the episode: Dream Chasers Chasing a Dream. Yep, that's why that's why you put that make meal song in the background. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's John's uh, little. That's my motto. Motto. There you go. There you go. Well, like we normally do, guys, we go through our weekly summary. Summary. Talk about our weekly failures, weekly successes, everything like that. So we're going to kick it off. You want to start off first, Cruz, or not? Yeah, yeah. Um, weekly failure this week. Um, I definitely haven't been saving the way I need to. Holy shit, man! Like I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm working. You know, working hard, doing this and that. But uh, it's very. Uh, I'm, I'm saving well, but it could always be better. Whatever. Hey, life happens. Yeah, but you just gotta keep, keep, keep it on, keep yep. it on. So I got to save a little better. Uh, weekly success. Um, we're recording this on a Sunday. Uh, Monday, June 7th. Tomorrow is when I take my CPA, my first uh, CPA exam, the FAR, the financial section. Woo! You ready, man. boy? Yeah. So my weekly Crunch success time. in that. How, how long have you been studying for that? It's been months. It's been about three Month. months or so. Um, but it's it's like it's like when a fighter is preparing for a fight. It's like it don't matter what you do months before. You got to like prep your body to be at its most optimum right before the fight it's like you peak performance peak performance and that's what i'm doing i'm cramming i'm getting it in but my weekly success from that is uh you know like this shit's stressful uh nobody likes putting themselves in like in like that judgment zone you know what i mean like whatever you do right like like no judgment here papa that's but what i'm saying like john when you're dancing Right, like you practice, you practice, you practice, you practice. But then when you're up on the stage and you got to do your thing, or when you're doing a video and you're mm-hmm. doing your thing and everybody's watching, it don't matter how much you practice. It don't matter nothing. It matters now. It's it judgment that, that moment. moment. Yep. yep. It's judgment day. And you know what? I see it as a success to just put yourself in it. Because some people will practice, 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 work hard, work hard, but they'll never put themselves in that that point of judgment because they're scared. And you, you just got to throw yourself in it. Exactly. And that's my success right there. That's good. That's good. Um, so for me, my weekly failure is um, lately I've been pushing myself extremely, extremely hard. I've been kind of slacking within the sense of like learning how to like kind of step back and relax, especially in the mentally aspect. I've been going really, really hard and I just kind of exhausting myself mentally. So um, that's kind of my weekly failure. But it it's also kind of what leads to my success is because this weekend normally we record on a Friday. So that was going to be my weekly failure. But this weekend, I took time to relax, kind of just shut off from the entire world and just kind of relax my mind a little bit. And I'll definitely say today I'm feeling more mentally recharged and energized and ready for the week. You've been going up, so. through it, bro. Yeah, bro. I've been I've been I've been pushing myself hella hard lately. I've been going crazy mentally in every aspect, really. And um, it was good for me to kind of get back and kind of recharge my mind a little bit, kind of get me. That's an important for, thing, though. You yeah. were pushing yourself so hard. That my, like it was my body almost was made you down. realize. <laughs> yeah, my body was shutting down on me because of how hard, like mentally and everything like that. My body was just exhausted, and since I relaxed a little bit, my my mind is kind of getting a little bit better and recharged. There's up a everything. point of diminishing return. Like if you, it's like an engine, like yeah, even the best engines. If you're sitting there, you gotta you gotta maintenance it. You got you gotta take care of it. You, you know, relax. TLC because I'm tender, loving, mm-hmm. caring to it. That's a fact. But yeah, so. um I think that's pretty much it. Do you want to run through a weekly success and failure? How about just success? John's on vacation I'm right now. I'm on vacation right now. So my <laughs> weekly success is just been hang, um, hanging with my family, some quality time, yeah. make me like rejuvenate myself because I've been away from them since Christmas. So um, I feel like I needed this in a way. So that's my success. You know, family time is everything to me. So yeah. I don't really have any failures That's right something now. we're going to get to, but there's definitely... 
Failure is like, also saving a little bit because I've been spending a little bit too much. But there you go. There's it. That's but it. you're on vacation, dog. That's so. what I'm saying. So that's <laughs> what I was like. I don't think it's a failure, but but like anybody that left home, right? Like that's not an easy thing to do. There's people that stay in their like their hometown. How about that? Let's just say hometown because I'm still technically in my hometown. Mm-hmm. I got everybody I need to lean on here, you know. So to leave and be across the country. You know what I mean? Like, you're in L.A., you're literally literally across the country. It's not easy to do that, and it's not easy to stay doing that. It's It's easy to go do it for a little bit, but to to not... It's already been three years. Isn't that crazy? That's that's dope. Yeah. It's hard, but there's, there's like, a big mental aspect to it, too, because, like, my family... Kind of my opposite. Like, I didn't take away from my hometown, but... My family, my family left, left. my ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. So, but it was mentally hard, especially because me and my mom have like a really, really tight relationship when they took off. Me too. It, it was weird, man. It was really, really weird to kind of like, and I was living in the state of Florida with no family. Like literally my aunts, my uncles, everybody gone left from Florida yeah. within like a couple months. Wow. And I was the only person in my family in Florida. My sister left. I had a, I had a brother, but me and him weren't at the time weren't really that close talking. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like he wasn't really there anyways, you know? But it was it was definitely yeah definitely to, different to leave like home you know yeah. like I, I mean I don't live with my parents or nothing but it's like especially with like when my parents come from like nine to five jobs so they mm-hmm. think me chasing my career is a little bit outside the box outside the box you know so I had to like just I just had to do it and show them that I cannot do that I can do it you know oh so, well, no all right all right but that's gonna be dropping are we right getting into it, into it? Are yeah we, we gonna be getting let's into get it right into now. it right now then let's get into it right now so this is Jonathan Quinones. Right, model, dancer. Uh, he's doing. He's got a commercial out for McDonald's. I'm about to get. I'm about to start acting. So wait for that. Ooh, Ooh, see, and okay. So my first thing, right? So let's just stem off of what you just said, right? Introduce like, himself. Let, let him say what go he ahead. does. Go ahead. I just introduced him. Yeah, I'm like Jonathan <laughs> Quinones. You can find me on Instagram, Jonathan Quinones Seven. TikTok, same thing. Um, I'm just a regular boy. I was raised in Poinciana, Florida. Mm. Born in New York. Then I just decided to, you know, move out to L.A. just to do something that I really love, you know. I felt like I was in a box over here in in Florida, so I just wanted to do something that I really, really, really always knew I wanted to do. So I just had to put my, I just had to throw myself into it. What What made you want to start getting into that type of, like, profession? Like, like what, what kind of introduced you into, like, the whole dancing and everything like that? So, funny story. Back in the day, I used to play baseball, right? And I have a twin. We used to play. You know, I, like I said, we used to play baseball. Uh, we got bad grades. My sister, I have a sister. Um, she had good grades. She, they put my sister in dance for to to like reprimand us because we had bad grades. So <laughs> ever since then, I always just was, went with my sister to like dance class, and I just been dancing since nine. So I've been dancing, and I've been in like the industry. I went to dance conventions, and I've always just loved the environment love all of it so. and they and and t- like uh so they put your sister in dance because she had good grades mm-hmm. try to teach you a lesson and then they put you and your brother in baseball right yep now you if nobody knows jonathan jonathan's a proud gay man has yep. you know uh shout <laughs> out hashtag, watch. hashtag pride month pride month yeah right pride month this is a great theme this is great no hey, judgment here it's beautiful so and it's and it's cool recently came out too guys Recently, that shit is not easy. We're gonna get to that too. We're gonna get to that too. This is cool. This is really cool. I have some tears in this podcast. It's great. No, it's (laughs) great. So, uh, and and your twin is like the opposite. You guys are like total opposites. Like he's like literally like like I'm the ice. He's the fire. He's trying to be. He's trying to be. You know. You know. He's like a manly man. He's like he's thugged out. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) I mean. Literally, we could just say he has a kid. Boom. It says it all. Yeah. Everything. But. So you guys, I love you, Josh. She put you guys. <laughs> shout out to you, Josh. She put you guys in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a couple. What were some of the things? Like some things were going on in baseball that she was like, "Oh hell no, nah, I gotta take John out of here, man." Oh my gosh. <laughs> so actually, I said I I was trash at like batting. So they put me in first, and I was really good at first. So I can't really scoop the ball, but. Whenever I needed to scoop the ball, I'll just be doing splits on first base, <laughs> and everybody—I kid you not—the whole stands was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" Like, John and my mom was like, like G-? "That, that was would like, work good though, because like you have to keep your foot on the plate and still have to be able to reach far." Yo, so that would, like, that's so, actually really good talent yo, to have. First base. <laughs> so my mom was like, "My mom baseman. was like, um, what the fuck? I'm just gonna get him out of baseball and put him in." 
And ever since then, boom. That's funny. <laughs> Literally, I mean... So, I just remember just getting laughed at sometimes just because I used to do that and not look at me. And she took you out. She was like, all right, he don't want to play. And you didn't really like it. Like, you weren't, you you wanted to go to I literally used to, to just, like, play with the sand. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored. Pick the grass. Pick the grass. Pick my nose. Look at the birds. Play yo. with butterflies. Oh, look at the little butterflies. Literally. Baseball's getting flying past Eat you. my seeds in my back pocket. If, if it ran out, I make sure it has some more, you know? <laughs> so then fast, fast forward, uh, she's like, all right. John John definitely loves going with with his sister to yep. go dance and stuff. Let's put him in dance. So they put me in dance, and actually, I started off in jazz, and they put me in, in beginner. The first day I went to jazz, they put me from beginner to advance, and my mom was like, "Whoa!" And all the teachers was like, "No, we need we need him in competition. We need him to travel with us and all that stuff." And at the time, like, I don't think we were like financially set for like a competition, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really do it until like. My my high school years, then I I got put on competition, but um financially set to pay to do competition. So if anybody don't have a daughter or a son like fucking John, that's mm-hmm. a badass at dancing. You probably don't know what the hell we're talking about, but this it's is, expensive. Fuck, it's so expensive. I want to make a business. I kid you not. Per competition, <laughs> it's like maybe close to thousand dollars. Yeah, per competition. Um. Maybe like around seven hundred per competition. You have to pay for costume, pay for each dance, pay for a solo, pay for everything. Yeah, yeah. That's it, that's a per person, right? Per person. Wow, that's tough. Yep. That's I remember tough. my sister wanted to do it, but she didn't want. So was, that was that was cool too. So like, all right. So Christian was doing dance, right? Your sister was doing dance, mm-hmm. and then you came and you really wanted to, like, you really wanted it, right? So I I was I was ready for it. Like, and how old were you? I was nine. Nine years old. But mind you, okay, a little bit of backstory. When I was younger, like, my parents used to play Shakira, and I used to always be, just be dancing to random shit. Yeah, I was like, going to ask you, like, did you have, like, um, did you enjoy dancing and stuff like that prior to the yes. dance classes like that? Yeah. Yep. So like, it's kind of all I was always just dancing around the house just for no reason sometimes. It's yeah. like... So it made sense. See, and that's why I was, it's like, like, nature versus nurture, that whole conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And they have that conversation around, like, just being gay or not gay. Mm-hmm. I could see, like, I think it's nature pure. Like, I think you're born that way. Like, oh, you got 1, two twins that came up the exact same way. And you are how you are, right? And Josh is how he is, right? Your brother yep. is how he is. It's a definition. Shakira's on, and you're already, like, you can't help yourself. Like can't dance. Your sister gets in the dance, and you're like, that bitch. Like literally though, you're like you're like you're like your mom knew exactly how to get to you. That she she knew how to get under my skin, so that's why she did that. I feel like. And, th- anyways, that was like a little side, but <laughs> and to that point, it definitely shows. Like, so like Christine, and maybe if you want to talk about, it, you can, but because Christine's here, your sister's here. Shout out Christine, say hi. Hello. <laughs> but PR manager Christine, <laughs> like your sister probably did it. Because she could like this was her after school activity. Yeah. Like this was like how she could blow off steam. Not to say you didn't, you know, Christian didn't, your sister didn't grow to love it or grow to love this, you know, the sport of mm-hmm. dancing. But at that time, like when you were nine and she was what ten or eleven, eleven, two years older. Yeah. This is my. This is what I do after school. That's how Christian saw it. I bet one hundred percent. Your sister probably. Yeah. But meanwhile, John's like, you know, you're like what the fuck i need to do this i need to be in here right so then fast forward when she actually lets you get into it look at that like the way you approach it versus like actually wanting to do what you want to do doing something that you want to do versus doing it just to do it yep i mean and and john is talented john is like super fucking talented so that's a difference too but john definitely you definitely uh like like you were the best in the whole studio you know what I mean? Not Damn to toot my shit. own horn, but... <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, and it was from Poinciana, right? Like, you're in L.A. now, so mm. you know the difference. If you guys don't know where Poinciana's at, it's just, we say Orlando. It's Disney. It's Disney. <laughs> it's Disney. Literally <laughs> Disney World. Yeah. Disney's not in Orlando, by the way. If you guys are listening, you guys are from Florida. <laughs> Disney is not in Orlando. Universal is in Orlando, but Disney's not. But anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so fast. So they jazz, and they're like, no, you need to be on competition. Yep. Because they were like, this Because they saw good. something in me, and they yeah. saw how hungry I was. Yeah. So I remember the first convention I went to, I actually, my parents didn't pay for it. They 
they paid for it. The studio paid for it, and they were like, "This is we're gonna see if he could. If we put him in the spot, we're gonna see how he Performs. reacts in the spot. Mm-hmm. In the spotlight. So um, there was like some judges from So You Think You Can Dance, which is a TV show, and some contestants from that show that made it pretty far. And they're, you know, Twitch is on um, Ellen right now. There's a uh, big people up there. I remember being put on the spot, and I kid you not, not to toot my own horn, but I just got the, the recognition that I always felt like I needed in a way, you know, because I was, they just saw something in me as well. And I just, ever since that, like, that just pushed me to keep dancing. Everybody, I think everybody has their own void to fill. And yours, right, like, like people that have that void of attention, like, mm-hmm. they feel like, yo, and it's not a bad, it's always talked about in a bad light, but, like, that void of attention to fill, like, if you have that void, like, that's comedians, Right, that's that's like uh, dancers, actors, like anybody in entertainment, performance. Anybody in the entertainment industry, I could bet nine times out of ten, their void to fill is attention. Probably yes. It sounds bad. It's no, not attention. It's like praise or praise. Or, yes, in a way, but actually, then when you talk to us, we're probably shy as fuck. And that's and that's that's because it's, it's be two true. different things being put on the stage and then being face to face with somebody else you know yeah yeah like for instance like like my void to fill is like security maybe right like cons- like like i need to know like adt like no security? <laughs> i'm just kidding i just wanted to make a joke <laughs> bad joke hey okay no. come through no 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 the, the my security what I mean is like it's pretty much money, right? Mm-hmm, yes. But like financial security. But yeah, but like as a kid, I knew very early like I need. All right, oh, this is how you live a good life, you know. But so, it's also because what you see in your family go through too. Amen. And, and, and that could be why that, why that void was created to begin with. And everybody you know has their own reason. Exactly. Hundred exactly, yeah. percent. And I think me and Zach might relate more on that void as well, right? Yeah. Like we just want to. And that might be one of the reasons. Like for me, I'm really big with like loyalty, so that I see how what my mom went through and stuff like that. And maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm so big with, like, loyalty and everything like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or if your void is, like, self-doubt and you just want to achieve greatness because of it, that's another thing, too, right? Like, I think a lot of entrepreneurs come out and just don't stop. And, like, billionaires, if you're a billionaire... You work seven days a week. No. So, So, like, my my void to fill is security, right? Money or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? But the fact that that's my void to fill, like... Um, it could get filled very easily versus people that are billionaires, maybe a lot of the multimillionaires, I don't believe their void to fill is money because they got it. They got it. So like a billionaire was a millionaire at one point and was like, nah, 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 that's not good. I think that person, like they might have had like a self-doubt or something and their void to fill is greatness because there's no other reason to become a billionaire and not be great. But greatness. Yep. Because money is not the issue. Like, um, if you're a millionaire, bro, like, money, you're good. And a couple hundred thousand there, you're good. But, like, if you got, like, an idea or something and, and that's going to make it great or, or something. Anyways, we're getting off topic. But <laughs> I, 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 do, I do think that. But so your void to fill, I, like, from what I'm looking at, it was kind of like that praise, that attention, that Presence for who you on, are. Yep. For who you are. Because I feel like in a way I've always just got, you know, put to the side because I was always was different in a way. So I feel like I always had to speak. And when I speak is me on stage and like me doing what I do best. And then when I get off the stage, they always come up to me, you know, and, and I feel like that really does feel me like, oh, my God, you did amazing. You did amazing. Like, we need you in this. We need you in that. And I'm like, OK, like. This is really like I'm loving this, and like, I feel like I feel yeah. like this is, you know, this is a form of happiness that comes to me well, that that I have. Here's the thing: you're 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 a male that loves to do dancing and modeling and all that stuff, right? So on your way up, you coming up, you're compared with what what people think a guy should be, right? Like, oh, put in the box. You can't bat. Ah, uh, you can't bat. That's why. All right, well, I guess we'll put him on first base or something. And and then, like, then he starts doing splits. Yeah, and it's like, yo, John, like, pay, get your like, bend your knees, get your head in the game. Now and then becoming a starter for first base, you know, or which starting is dope. Li- starting lineup. But that might not feel as good as being who you are and getting praise for that. Yep. And I think that's that's a big deal. Amen to that. Right. Yep. That's. I mean, maybe right. Like, that's, no, you're you're for real. I I was good at. 
baseball, but it didn't feel anything to me. Right. I just didn't. Like I said, you know, like you sometimes, yep, I didn't have passion for it. Like I just did, it, I just did it after school, and right. it, it was just something that I did throughout my day. Right, right. Versus, versus dancing, and I actually loved it, and I feel some type of way about it. It Gives me butterflies when I, you know, before I go on stage, like it gets me nervous. And you know, when when you're nervous, that means you're doing something right. Like when you're nervous, that means you're doing something that you love. Because when you're not nervous for something, that yeah. means maybe that's not the thing for you. That's a I fact. mean, I I just heard that so many times. That's a fact. That's why I'm saying it. That. Uh, you just asked me an hour ago, like, like, yo, you think you ready for a CPA exam? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you nervous? I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, yep. if you're not nervous, you don't care, bro. Yep, that means you don't really care. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But yeah, for sure, for sure. So, so, what, what is like all the different type of like projects and stuff like that you've been a part of in your life? Like, what, what would you consider like main things that you have done, like th- achievements that you're proud of? Off that, <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about let's, Wait, let's let me, let me, I think there's a story. Let me bring up my up. resume real fast. There's a story leading <laughs> up. I kinda wanna end with the resume. Cause I, I feel like if we talk about his way up and then we talk about what he's doing now, I think that's like if you want to go that way, we can. I don't I, need a cut. I, 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 I think it's I want to learn some things about him too, so I can kind of stem off of that too. You know? What are some of your main things then? Yeah, let's go let's go. Let's okay. go in reverse order. Let's go in reverse order then. I mean, just to just to like have like a broad thing. I was in a couple music videos. Some sponsored by Warner Brothers. Um, I was recently in the commercial. I was just on the cover of a magazine recently. What oh, commercial? Wow. Commercial for? For McDonald's. Ah, it literally cool. just came out today. So Ooh, came dang. out June 6th. And it's going to be on Billboard on Times Square, which is crazy to me because I l- was born in New York. So to like to be on a billboard and, you know, like just going there growing up and just seeing like, oh, one day I want to be on that. And now that shit's happening. On like, there. On there. Dude, and it's like in Times Square, and it's not, and it's no like I'm not. It's not like you're a movie star. No, exactly, I'm not. I'm you a found, nobody. You found your backdoor way. Yep. To f- how it's like no. How do you become on on a billboard in Times Square? You gotta Everybody stay in would, your own lane. Stay in your own lane. You can't judge yourself. You can't compare yourself. You just gotta do what makes you happy, and if it's sometimes it's gonna be controversial, but I mean you just gotta keep doing it if it makes you and happy. And look where you at. Because if somebody asked me, like if I if if somebody had a gun to my head, here turn turn the turn the, if somebody had a gun, not too much because Zach is hot too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just said it's hot. Or is it? No, we can't rotate. It's broken. So <laughs> if assistant, can we get two fans in here? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> chop chop. <laughs> if I had if I had a gun to my head and somebody asked me, yo, how the fuck do I get on Times Square billboard? I'd tell them, all right, you got to be a a songwriter. You got you, you got no not a songwriter. You gotta be a rapper, a singer, an actor, a this, nope. a that. And John's saying you stay true to yourself, you do your thing, find you got a network, yep. you find your you way. You got a network, for sure got a network. And that's a cool thing we gotta talk about too. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't talking about that. That's a big point of the reason your success in your industry is network networking one thousand percent. It's also the your ability, like what you can do, like your oh, yeah, your talent in a way, you know? Of course, of course. And that, that's that's going to be like big, like like we had said on the um, on the networking episode, on the networking episode is that like who you know can open the doors for you, but your actual like your skills, Talent, yep, your skills, skills, what's going to bring you to the next level? You know what yep. I mean? But networking is huge in the in the performance industry overall. Period. Which is like like so that's why I was proud of John making like you know I knew John. I've been with his sister for seven years now, mm-hmm. so I know John for seven years now. Who's to let you guys know, is my brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, this is my brother-in-law right here. But uh, I was really proud, like, while I was, like, just, you know, sad that, like, he's going. But, like, overall, in the grand scheme of things, it's like... And you know what? And to to make a big... So, John had no made a decision. I'm doing dance. I'm doing entertainment. I want to do something here in this. And he made that hard decision to go and leave home, Right. And Which I'll, is hard as fuck because I also was raised with a twin by my whole side. Right. Right. Which is an extra factor. Right. I was never by myself. Right. And not to be by myself was so crazy. Before before you left and went to California, how, did you even like have your own place to live in or anything like that? Like by yourself? Yeah. So funny story. One of my friends was moving out their um, apartments and a choreographer in L.A. reached my mom and was saying like, we need him in L.A. Like he's going to be booking things. And my mom really took it serious. And so, I mean, I've been telling her for years, but this is like the one thing that really made her realize like, oh, we got to do it, you know? So 
a couple months before I moved out to LA, one of my friends was like, they're moving out and they had a space for me. And mm-hmm. I just had to pay him this amount of money and I had it for two months. And that's what I did. Yeah, I no, I mean, that's why, I, like, so that's twofold right there. First, I was proud to know that John was, like, if you're going to commit to this dance stuff, this entertainment stuff, you got to go in the cities where it's popping. And yeah, that's definitely. I mean, if you commit to something, you should always commit 1,000%. So You shouldn't do it half-ass. Ex- I agree 100%. Like, right? Like, what are you really doing if you're like, I want to be a dancer, I want to be entertainment, but I'm going to stay in Kansas? I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to. Go no, there. no disrespect to Kansas, but yeah, like there's a better argument for Orlando. But even then, it's like if you really commit and you want to do this, nah, you gotta bro. go to New York or LA. New York or LA, you gotta go. And I thought, like, I was proud because I was like, you know what? He really wants to do this. And twofold, back then, like, um, like John's parents is it's not it's not Very that they're old, old school. school. I give him more credit than that, but yeah, along the lines. I give you guys more credit than that too. Yeah. But definitely along they the They were lines. raised very old school. They were raised old they were, school. Yeah. So it's hard for them to adjust a little so bit. So it's very different. So it was hard for you to even... Come out. At, well, so come out, A. Mm-hmm. B. Like, not do a 9 to 5, not go to college, dropping out of... I actually dropped out of college. To, um, I was in college for two semesters, then I dropped out, and then I just decided to move. Because what is college going to do for that career? Nothing. And I was going for a business degree, and in reality, you just need money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, and then like, coming full circle. At that time, and we've talked about that degree versus no degree. Mm-hmm. I love that podcast, by the way. What does the degree do for you that you want to do right now? Nothing. And if you ask me, bro, you made the best decision to be like, all right, let me drop this, right? Like, maybe if you took a class, college is always going to be there. It's always going to be there, right? So now coming full circle, right? Mm-hmm. You got your network, you got your experiences and this and that. I feel like now, right, or maybe five or six years from now, mm-hmm. you getting a business degree means that much more. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, just coming full circle off that. But I just wanted to say, like, I, th- I think that's an important distinction that John made was if you want to do something, you got to understand your environment. You got to understand what you're doing and you, and you got to commit. And if it's not always fun. And John had to do that without knowing. It's not like... It's not like he was like, I got money waiting for me here. It's not like I got a job. Like, I mean, you did have work. Like, you did conventions, right? Yep. What was the convention? It was Revel. Revel Conventions? It's a dance convention competition. So I traveled every weekend to different cities in the United States. And I assisted choreographers. I worked on competition. I was uh, a manager also. And that was a good experience? It was a good experience, but I knew I was something better than that. Even that? So I actually quit. Yeah, and you were getting good money from that too, right? Amazing money. Yeah, see, and mm-hmm. the, and it's like to money over happiness. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose happiness. Passion versus money. Pa- yep, it's more a degree versus no degree. I'm gonna take no degree for now. For now, yeah. Come to me in five years, I might have a degree, but you know, because what is it gonna do? Nobody when whenever you're applying for dance, like if you were gonna do, you know, because you you've tried for dancing for the stars, dancing with the star, not dancing with the stars. So, so you, you think, think. that's mm-hmm. the one. So you tried for so you think a couple times. Yep. Right? Not once did they say, hey, where's your education? Never. <laughs> never did they ask that. <laughs> they don't care. They just care about your story. Just know it. And that's a good point. Like, just know what you want. Understand what you need to get what you want. Yep. And if, if whatever you're doing ain't, f- like, helping that, then put that to the side for a moment. Yep. And first thing for you was Orlando. Put that to the side, right? So you get to L.A. I just had to do something for me and something that make me happy. Yeah, and in reality, that's me moving away, and me just finding who I was, me doing something that I love, me going a thousand percent, you know. Because I've always wanted to be a dancer, but now I really, to be a dancer, you have to put yourself into it. Like I said, you have to throw yourself in. And LA is um, there's a lot of sharks, so you know, yeah. there's, you just have to know your place too. So, so what how long? That? How long would you say total you've been in this like in this career professionally? Three years. Three years. So in the, the first day of me. I kid you not. I landed the first day of me moving to LA. I went to set and I was in a music video. Oh wow! And and in the three years, you know, you left home, you moved to moved across the country. You were working for for like working with the conventions like that, making decent money and everything like that. You gone, you done all these different things. Out of everything that you've done, what would you say is like the hardest thing that you've gone through? Moment, the hardest job, Same. the hardest overall thing, like the moment that you were like, damn, this shit is like really tough. I think 
not changing who I am because of my environment and always staying true to myself. It's hard. It's, it's hard. Sometimes, you know, you just want to fit in. And yeah. sometimes you think, oh, they have that. So I'm trying to be like that to get what they have. And in reality, like, that's why I moved away because I always wanted to, I just wanted to be myself. And what was the question again? No, that's true. <laughs> like, what was the hardest thing that you've gone through? I mean, like whether- I said, yeah, not comparing myself. I don't think it was mostly jobs because, I mean, like I said, I was dancing f- since I was nine years old. So with jobs, comes rehearsal time, all that stuff. So I feel like I'm mostly prepared for all of that. But yeah, just staying true to myself. Because like I said, LA is filled with sharks and filled with like, you know, people who just want to use you at times. Yeah. So um, just always knowing my place and, and always staying true to who I am. And you think, do you think that you staying true to yourself like that and always being like that? has helped you in the industry? Like, has it actually benefited you in the long run, do you think? So, a million percent. So, I came out actually, I'm just saying this because I feel like it goes hand in hand. I came out last year to my parents around, like, August. That that you're gay. Yes, that I'm gay. And ever since that, I was the the most authentic self that I can be. And I've been doing big projects and i you know things have just been coming to me i mean you know i have i've been working hard as well but you got fed you got like a little like a pump of confidence knowing like you know what the people that i love the most it's a it's a lot off your shoulders because like like you were saying you were saying that you have a before we were talking you were saying that you're really close with your mother yep and i'm a mama's boy if if i love you too dad (laughs) exactly and if you're if you're close to your mother that probably means that that's going to be your main support line Yep. And if you can't be your true self to your main support line, then how strong is your main support line to even exactly make Exactly that. Out? So, yeah, I, I, could, I could see that being a really big thing for you. And I moment. was just going to say, you said the hardest thing for you was being true to yourself. It's the hardest thing because it's twofold. You know? I have financial things in LA because LA is really expensive, but that's besides the point. <laughs> a lot of people. But My mom taught me how to go, budget, so I'm good at that. Go yeah. fund me. <laughs> but, but it was twofold. <laughs> so it was like staying true to yourself, like your whole life, you could have... You could, uh, uh, like, and a lot of people do that, right? Like, they, that's why they say the closet, right? Yep. Like, like a lot of people. Uh, the lot closet of, was getting too small. That's what I was Yeah, man. Out. Especially, like, how you're trying to live your life. Like, you're trying to. I'm just trying to be the most authentic self and the best person that I can be. And that's the best way to go about yep. it. But it's like, you could have very easily tried to fit into what people think a guy should be like or do at yep. your younger years. And then twofold, when you get to L.A., I can't imagine. I'm not in that world at all. But in the entertainment world. I bet you it's a lot of what's this guy doing? What's this person doing? What's yep. this girl doing? What's it? Okay, I'm gonna do exactly that, right? Yep. It's like the stock market. It's like, oh, what are you buying? What are I you mean, buying? I what see, I see what the most popping people are doing, and I try to copy that in a way, right. so so I can be popping as well. But in reality, no, like you gotta do your own thing. They they're they're at that place in their success because they're just being the mo- they're just being themselves. They were the first to do what. Yep, they were doing. and they're the first, and they're not changing who they are to copy somebody. Yeah, the to be the first is an important. I mean, there's thing. Beyonce. Who was Beyonce comping? Nobody. She yeah. was just being herself. And the best at it. And now she's the best. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like in entertainment and stuff like that, it's hard. You can never be somebody else the best. Yep. You have to be yourself the best. That's all you could. You're the best at being what you're doing. Yep. Right? And that's important. I think that was cool, though. I think that's a cool thing. C- kind of going back to like whenever uh, you were growing up. So like my sister, my little sister was always obsessed with all the dancing movies. Like step ups for that. Whenever I love those movies, <laughs> where you have those too, because like I literally, my sister has probably watched like, I mean, Bring It On is cheerleading, but she's probably watched the Bring It On, the Step Up, and all those movies. I've watched millions all those of times. Like I, I can, love Bring It On. I probably, have, I probably have them memorized because of how much she watched them. I was wondering, were you the same way when you grew up? Did you just love yes. watching them? Literally, yes. I watched all those movies, and every time I play them, my family would be like, "Why are you watching this again?" <laughs> those movies and Titanic. I just love Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic. That's funny. That's dope. That's dope. So. Where, where are you at right now? You know, like you're obviously you're pretty much just getting started with your career because, you know, you've only been at it for three years and obviously you've accomplished a lot in the little bit of time that you've been at it. Kind of fast forwarding into the future. Where do you where would what would be your dream to be in the future? Would you want to have your own dance studio? Would you oh. want to be like a manager? What's your like goal? Long-term? Yeah, long, long, long term goal. What's long-term your real goal? goal? What's your real That's biggest goal? That's a very funny story. So, you know, like, now that I'm, like, actually doing things that I've always wanted to do, I'm actually myself. You know, what is next? Now that I've, you know, accomplished some of the goals that I've always wanted to reach. So I knocked them off. And I feel like, you know, 
I want to be a business owner. I want to do something that, you know, I just want to be a millionaire or a billionaire, but, you know, <laughs> I just... Doing something that you want to do. And it's dance-related as well, and I want to open a studio with um, Mr. Cruzy right here. Oh, I'm getting in his head. Actually, no, I mean, we were actually talking about it a couple times. For so. months. Actually, yeah, months. I can't fucking wait. But I, I want you to do what you want to do, but... Which, that's also it, something I always helps. wanted to do. It feeds into it. Though. If So if you're going to open a dance studio, the big question is... Where would you do it? Would you do it in your hometown, Cali, New York, or what? I'll do it in my hometown just to stunt on these hoes, but um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, don't give away. That's also like give that's also business. a conversation that we're still having. So I'll let you know. He wants to do hey. a business. Don't I want to be a business owner. You know. Well, actually, there's not a lot of dancers like John out here, so we could probably give away the business idea. No, don't don't give away the business idea fully. But no, you guys have to stay tuned to another episode. Yeah, hey. it's all about supply and demand. Yep, <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> no, but your main, what is your like dream? Because that's I, if you ask me, that's a backup. Because if you ask me, you okay. So got my main dream need. is probably to be on tour with the biggest, one of the big, the biggest artists in the world, like a backup dancer. Yep. Look at that. And if you had to choose the biggest one, cool. who would it be? Rihanna. I mean, okay. You said who? <laughs> Rihanna. Rihanna. Beyonce. Yes, but I'm too short to do that. Beyonce. But I'm also too short, and I'm not with the color range. That's a hard but, um, thing, too. Fuck, that's true. How many things have you tried, but, like, your body type or whatever isn't That's fit? honestly the main reason why I get I don't get hired for jobs. I get all the way through to the last round, but then they're like, oh, um, you're too short. It's, or you're too skinny. And you keep going. And I that's not that's not stopping me. I'm just saying that's a door that I'm not supposed to go through. Right, right. And I just, you know, there's one door closes, five door, five windows open. So Look at that. That's perspective. Try to, try to sneak in through those windows. But um, <laughs> Which artist? If you had to choose one. Shoot. Like, like, number one. Like, that person called you right now, you would drop everything in a heartbeat. Honestly. Hmm? Oh, I, I danced with Janet Jackson as well. So maybe Janet oh, Jackson wow. again. You danced with her? Yep. When? How? It was maybe three years ago. Um, Carnival had their special. It was a Carnival, like a performance show in Hollywood, and they were giving her the Icon Award, and we danced with her. You did like a background backup yep. dance with her to one of her most famous songs. Don't ask me the song because I forgot. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not our generation. So, um, do you have any idols in this industry that you like look up to? Yes, hardcore? a thousand percent. R.I.P. Michael, but Michael and Beyonce. Beyonce? Beyonce. Greatest um, entertainers to me. To yeah. me. Are, are there any professional dancers and stuff like that that you tend to tend to like follow or kind of like look up to at all or not really? Not really. You kind of look up to Honestly, no. You know what I noticed? Like a lot of people in entertainment try not to look at other people in entertainment because it... I support, I support all of them, but I just don't... I don't want to be like them. Yeah. If you watch it too much or if you idolize it too much, you become it a little bit. You do. Yeah. You literally do. Yeah. That's different. But yeah, like I said, I think Michael and Beyonce, for me, you know, I love Beyonce. I've always loved her. I love Michael. I think he's always was ahead of the time in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so. for sure. Now. Right? Now. Like, look at this. Like, that. He paved. you could argue he paved the way for, like, what you want to do. Yep. You know? Or, like, to be a... To be a, a a guy that wants to dance and and do modeling and entertainment, Mike, somebody like Michael Michael Jackson, uh, pay, not Michael Jordan, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson. He paved the way for for like you know anybody that's like people you. like us. Yeah. yeah, it's freaking awesome. Uh, okay, I want to ask one thing too, or talk about something. Go for it. So, John, you decided you wanted to dance, right? Mm-hmm. You decided okay. You look, took a look around. Like I can't. I could, I could see you. You look around, right? Like you went to high school in Poinciana <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's like I don't know if I could be me here, right? And I don't know if I could be as successful as I want to be. As like in my career path, mm-hmm. right? I got to go to L.A. or New York, right? So how was that process? Like how was it? Like you said, you talked about. Um, an agent or somebody was saying, "Hey, we could get him. We could get him some jobs out here or whatever." Mm-hmm. So wh- they told you that first, or they told your mom that first? Uh, no, a choreographer told my mom that you know we can get him jobs. But I think within the first two, maybe I 
Maximum within the first three months, I already had an agent. Agent. So once you get there, right, you're in L.A. Shout out to Lindsay. Lindsay. So I remember this. Okay. So you get to L.A., right? Mm -hmm. And was there a moment that you feel like shit switched a little bit? Like you were like... Oh shit! This is oh, I'm, real. Oh, I'm here now. <laughs> like I'm not just I'm not just staying here and just like kind of like seeing what things are going. Or it's like oh, I'm here now. So funny, you say that because for the I lived in LA for the past three years, but I moved into my own place in October, and ever since that, I feel like oh, you know. So it took I'm, two years. It took two years. So two years, you feel like you're just close. So anybody out there that wants to do something like what John does or anything, right? Like. You make that big decision. Like, John had to argue with parents, had to convince people, mm-hmm. had to go. People, I, I'm, I'm sure the first thing is like, what, are you going to go make money out there? And you're mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, I don't know, but I got to go out there yep. to see if I can make money in this. Mm-hmm. That's so different than saying, "I'm let's move for a job. No, no, no. Let's move to see if I could get a job. To that's like, if, the, yep. that's the same thing. So, it took, you made, you fought for that got out there and then it wasn't instant gratification it took two years mm-hmm. now you had a couple like nice little successes and stuff in between yep but really from what you're saying it's like it took two years before you were like oh i'm here okay this is what i wanted this is what i was asking for i mean like you were just talking about like stuff from high school and like you know i just felt like i was being somebody who i was never meant supposed to be you know i mean like i said i have a twin but I feel like I was always just trying to be somebody who I wasn't. So, like, fast forward through a couple years later, me moving out to L.A., I've had jobs, I've had this and that, but I don't think it was any form of gratification or, like, you know, oh, shoot, like, I'm actually doing this now, but, you know, let me keep doing it. I, I didn't think it was that. Now that I live by myself and I moved in by myself in October, like... Because you moved in with friends. You went out I to roommates, L.A., yeah, I roommates. moved in with friends. Michaela, shout out. <laughs> shout out, Michaela. Sydney. Sydney. That's it. I remember I, I went out there. And Coco, to visit which is the dog. Guys. Yeah. Oh, but Coco. then you had a... That sounds like a stripper. <laughs> dog. She was great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just got it. I'm so sorry. So then, so then they ended up going and doing their thing. John had to get his own place. Yep. And now recently, since what, October, you since said? Since October. Since October, you said you feel like... So what's going on that you feel like... Cause you you had to try to network. You had to try to go talk to people. Mm-hmm. I remember even your within your first year, I was texting you or whatever, just like, yo, just just keep trying, just make sure you're talking to people. Yep. Oh, oh, that's cool. Like, I w- I wanted you to talk to agents and shit, and it, more than more so than getting jobs, because it leads you to this. It le- it does, it right. really does. What was the question? <laughs> what makes you feel like? I don't even know what I was talking about yet. What makes you feel like? You have arrived since October. Besides oh, yes. moving in by yourself. So being in my being in my own presence, being my own like space, being my own apartment. Um, I just had time to think, and nobody's gonna do anything as bad as you want it, unless it's you, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it just made me. It was a big eye opener for me. So I just now that I, I don't know. Now that I have my own place, I don't know why it decided to switch, but. I just have to stay focused, and I'm just more focused than ever right now. You know what I think? I think, so, because you lived with Yeah, Michaela tell me about me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Yep. Let me, let me tell you. Tell me. Because you lived with Michaela <laughs> and stuff like that, right? She, they, they, like, I feel like partially, so overall, it, it's like you were comfortable. Very. You got comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they were living lives that you felt you could live through a little bit by curiously and then go do your own thing a here and there. Right? Yep. So, it's like, all right, uh, Michaela's a, a, she Laker was a girl. Laker cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. She was a Laker girl cheerleader. And the, both and of the them. Model, yep. Sydney was and too. Sydney as well. Right? So, you were kind of living by curiously through them and, and actually do stuff with them and, or whatever, but then go do your, your other things here and there. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. And that was enough. And then fast forward. I think I, I, one thousand percent. I think I was very comfortable at like where, where I was at, because I also just moved from Florida. So from going to Florida to LA, it was a big difference. But in the two years that I was very comfortable, I got very comfortable, and me moving out to my own place, I was just like, wow, like, there's no need to be comfortable. Well, like, and it's like, you were looking at the like, 
like how they were living and and whatever. But they're the way they become successful and the way you become successful. Different things. Because they're people. girls at the end of the day. Yep. Beautiful girls. They're beautiful girls at the yep. end of the day. So, like, they could get a lot of likes and stuff like that just by fucking taking a picture. Just taking a picture. You know what I mean? Like, you you got to be kind of, like, different. You got to stand out. You got to be... thousand percent. For, for, for crews to be like, oh, that shit's dope. Like, you know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Like, video. Oh, I want to watch this. They'll get a bunch of views just for being beautiful girls. You yep. know what I mean? Versus John, like, oh, if I want to watch this one, it's got to be talent. Yep, it has to be different. Not to say they don't have talent. I'm just saying it's harder. It's just a lot. I feel like for me it's harder. And yeah. you were kind of on that same level, right? Like Or like... I was, yes. I was on the same level until I realized that's not my level no more. You, so I had to do something else. Okay. Or like just... You had to work to harder. the next step. Yep, work harder. You had to work harder. You yep. had to talk to different people, put yourself 100%. out there. And maybe it took you being home alone and stuff like oh shit i gotta go i gotta do this because yep. i'm not i'm not hearing stories or nothing anymore right yep. or or going out and doing stuff with them as much thousand percent did, yeah did you knowing them help you at all like did it help you meet any uh like connections in the industry at all that you can recall honestly i think i gave them jobs i don't i've never gotten a job from them Oh wow! Okay, cool. That's that's interesting. I was just curious because I, I I know that like being like a cheerleader does. So kind the answer of, to your question, no, no. Okay, cool. No, because I know it's being a cheerleader kind of kind of uh, they deal with choreographers a lot, mm-hmm. and dancers deal with choreographers. So I wasn't sure maybe you networked at all or you made any connections in the industry at the time of all. That's why I was asking. But I think it was a cool pair just because like they added value to what you were like if you guys went and did something it was like that much cooler if you were with with them them or like hey like it was easy for you to recommend because she's laker these are laker girls you know what i mean like stuff like that it makes you more uh, credible so it yeah it kind of has credibility yeah like giving somebody uh, so part of net, we talk about networking, right? So part, a big thing of what you had to do was go out, find agents, find people that could get you jobs, this and that. But part of networking, right, is hey, if I could hook, like we don't know each other, mm-hmm. I hook you up with these these girls that mm-hmm. are perfect for what you need. Please let me know when you need somebody like me, right? Yep. Like like that could help. You know what I mean? Like that's value for sure. Yeah, I mean I think that didn't happen though, did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they yeah they just they help me keep my mind in the right spot and they they just help me like they help me just stay true to who i was and they've always known that and they they gave you confidence and they gave me confidence yeah and they always made me they always like bumped me in the head you know a life realization like they always just told me like you didn't come out you didn't come out here to do that you came out here to do this so mm, kind of get your shit together that's you know? good that's good to have though. that's good yep. to have. they were that's very good uh, not good great support system that's awesome and um so like uh-huh. you've been in this industry for a while what would you say are your biggest strengths and biggest weaknesses in this industry like as a whole oh think about it <laughs> Go ahead, I mean, put on the spot about. right now. It's like um, tenfold because it's modeling, it's dancing. It's I, I, I know acting. you said like weaknesses. I like, think my biggest strength is how sociable and friendly I am because that's a strength. You know that's mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. It's a necessity. It's a necessity in a way because not a f- yeah. Unfortunately, even if I don't want to talk to them, but you know sometimes I do. Um, that's the job. I think being a very sociable person. But what about weakness? Weakness, my height, and um, also the same thing because sometimes it could be a backfire. On it you. could be a backfire. They think I'm trying to do, you know, trying to get somewhere else. And sometimes people mistake like genuine like um, kindness, kindness as like fake kindness and like trying too hard or like yep. fake you know, fake kindness yeah. or flirting because yeah. a lot of people think I'm flirting with them. In reality, I'm just having a conversation with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, yeah. And then, if you were to talk to yourself four years ago, five years ago, what would what would you say the biggest advice that you would give yourself? Come the fuck out earlier. <laughs> Come out the closet earlier. Earlier. Hey, if you're gay and you're listening, I know who you are. But come out, bro. Like, yo, like honestly, that that was something. Like, me, Chris Stan would talk to me about certain things. And I'm just like. 
Look, you gotta let him. I know. I have my out. mistakes as well. No, but we're like, not gonna talk about them. But come out, like you gotta. Un- it's like not everybody understands not being able to express how you really feel sometimes. Yeah, man. Like imagine, like I couldn't imagine if people told me not to like girls. I would be freaking the fuck out. You know what I mean, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like imagine if you had to maintain that and hold that shit in up. Through high school, past high, you know what I mean, or whatever. It's like that doesn't breed good. Sh- you know what I mean. Shit gets hard. It gets rough, it man. Gets rough. And then that fucks with like confidence and everything else. A thousand percent. It everything relates. else it just come. It just comes in life, and you know, in, in reality, you have to be confident in yourself to really branch out and really do whatever you want to do. You know, in a way. So, yeah, it's a I big mean, thing. I think bro. that I think me asking myself something four years ago or telling myself something four years ago, come out earlier one. And to just be, just try to be the best person that you can be, even if it comes off different. But sometimes different is, different is good. Different you know? is good. Yeah. Different, different is good, or different is great, actually. Because at first you were just like, "How do I fit in? How yep. do I get to LA and do exactly Boom. what they're doing?" Literally, that's I just, literally that because I, I just try to fit in, and that's and I don't think, I don't think life is about fitting in. Sometimes I think you're supposed to be different. Because maybe sometimes people can relate to you in a way. Yeah. You know, there's people that are always going to be different, so. Yeah. And that goes, like, in different ways. Because, like, in your field, 100%, if you fit in, you're actually blending in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now you're not standing out. Yep. And now you're not getting what you need. Superstar. Super but then, like, in my in my field, like, if I could blend in into different groups, that's actually a pro, right? Like, oh, you could go into like the warehouse oh, yeah. you could go into the warehouse and blend in talk do your thing because that's where you fucking came from you know what i mean but then you could also go talk to in accounting and yep. blend in and and maintain a conversation like like for me i'm like a fucking chameleon i'm a master of blending in you know but that might benefit what i do you know same for zach like networking in the like corporate or business or you know like that type of field right like Part I, of what Zach does I, to get I meet, jobs. I meet different type of people all the time. And I feel like being able to like adapt and um, like being able to adapt and like that is really, really big. You know what I mean? So for me, I have to be able to blend in and also stand out depending on what's going on. So it's kind of like a hybrid. Like I have to be able to blend in to be able to um, kind of like relate to people. On networking oh, yes. because it's like really big to kind of blend in on a relatable sense. So when I talk to different types of people, I have to be able to not not have to be able to like talk differently, like kind of like pre- come to them a different way. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to like attack things different ways to be able to network and just in a general sense to be able to. Adapt. You, have to you have to talk their language. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like, you know, different people talk differently. You know what I mean? So um, there's that. But I have to be able to stand out in the sense of like showing that. I'm different than other people, and I'm better than other people. And you could bring you could bring it to value. the table. As I can well. bring value yep. to the table exactly. So it's kind of like a hybrid in what I do. You know what I mean? It's almost like when I say blend, it's like uh, I guess we got to stand out, but it's still within the same confines. Versus like what you're talking about is like you're like standing out might be doing something totally different. Like if I came into work and and I had like a like a like a like a Hawaiian shirt or something like that, and then like I like to say, "Yo, that shit, everything dope, bro." Like this and that. My boss would be like, "Get the fuck out." <laughs> you know what I mean? And same yep. for Zach, right? Yep. Like if Zach acted like that, he's not getting no job. So you got to blend in enough to be like, "I belong here," but then like within that within that rubric, like or grading scale, I gotta hit the charts, top of the charts. Versus like I feel like it's totally different to have to be. Okay, what is everybody else doing? I gotta do something else and be yep. the best at that. I yep. feel like I feel like what what you do is so freaking competitive mm-hmm. and so hard Talking that a. I I don't think I can handle what you do. The uncertainty, honestly. yeah. That's I, why I, that's why what I that's why what I said in the beginning of this, which is not comparing yourself, yeah, is the really it's really key in a way because I would be so stressed in like your shoes, like. Even what I do, I get stressed sometimes. But in like, in your position, man, I'd be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Yo, speaking I of, I, too, listen, I, I give too, you though. credit because I 
I mean, I say I wouldn't, but who knows what the future holds. But Amen. I don't think I would move across the country That's in true. hopes of ifs. In hopes of anything. In yeah. hopes of... Well, I mean, I, but I wouldn't have... wouldn't you rather live your life like that sometimes? That's what life is totally about. It's totally different, yes. though. Yeah, but see, like, for me, I, I, I feel... I enjoy a sense of some security. Security. You know what I mean? And I kind of tether myself to some type of security. And I feel like that right there is So just, do I, though. I yeah. Think th- I think the equivalent, though, because... If you want to do like it's different because what you wanted to do, if you want security in that, it's support. You gotta move LA. Yep. You gotta move New York. If you want security in that, I, yeah, I, I guess you know what that is true because I guess moving there, you could look at it as more of a sense of a secure. If, if what you want to do, that's true. It's yeah. like uh, yeah. if I'm a f- if I want to be a farmer, I can't do that in Florida. Depending Texas. on what I'm farming, you know, <laughs> strawberries go to Plant City. You know, uh, I'm just saying though, but, like well, got oranges go to Haines City, or, 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 <laughs> or I'm a fighter. And the co- the best coach in the world is in Oklahoma or some shit. That's where I'm going. That's where my security's at. If yeah. I got a fight coming up two months from now, I need to be with the best yeah. coaches. I, I guess that's true. I guess that's so. True. I get, but in our world, you could do business anywhere. So it like to go across country to do business is kind of crazy. But not even that. Like okay, but how I'm saying it is like in a sense of like if there was somebody across the country that was saying, hey, you know, I'll pay you this much like a job offer. Even that, then I would be like, okay, yeah, I, I, I would feel security. But for me to be like, hey, there's this company over there that just opened up. I, think, I would, I think, I would like to work for them. I'm gonna move across the country for them. I, I feel like that's balls. That, that's hard. Yes, yeah, I'm saying so. I, I give credit where it's due because just taking that leap to to begin with is chasing a dream. That's that's dream chasing 101 yeah, right there. Facts. That's that's, that's dream chasing 101. Facts, bro. But yeah, that's why you just gotta do what makes you happier than the day. Oh, exactly. I want to say one thing though about comparison before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we had this podcast, right? Since we made this podcast, we made social medias. We had to do our do you know our work just to you know like just yeah, promote, promote whatever. So like I I feel like uh, like I ever since we made a, a Instagram for our podcast, I got it. I just have it up in my phone like as an open app or whatever. And it's because I just want to make sure if I got a chance to promote, I'm going to promote. If I got a chance to do something, I'm going to do something. But I've noticed, man, like, because I, I, I have never had a social media. Yeah, Cruz well, is never on his phone, by the way. Not guys. consistently. Not consistently, at least. <laughs> I've had did, it here and there. He had a Facebook as Perry the Platypus for a few years. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you literally made a noise. But, oh, man. Uh, I re- I, like, like, I'm back in it again right now. And, and you tend to compare yourself. I don't fucking nay, dude. Like it's almost like you need it. You're fu- you know like you're fucked. You need social media. I do. And honestly, like if we want this podcast to be like that point five percent that can maybe like be kind of big, we got to do it. Don't too. say maybe. You got to speak it into existence. But we, that's that's what we got to do. Work as well. ethic. But the fact that I was kind of forced into that, it made me realize like fuck, dude. Like not having it helped a lot. You know, like mm-hmm. like. I wouldn't think about what others like or are doing. It's it literally inserts into your brain, like check your phone, like yep. check check the store. What what did this person just put? It's a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. I just wanted to say that because I, I remember thinking about that over the weekend, and maybe like and something I'm gonna try, and maybe it'd be cool for you know. Even though I gotta be in that space, I gotta. I'm definitely. And I used to just laugh at people that say this because I never had a social media. But if you need to have it, you need to have it. Um, I put my, I have to lock my phone and put it away. That shit is addicting, bro. It is, yo. And I, and that's something that I struggle with, honestly. For me, for me, I'm not, a, I'm not big with Instagram, Snapchat. That. I'm big with Facebook. Facebook. And I struggle with it, and like it's crazy because hey, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm big with Facebook. I'll scroll through and just watch videos, bullshit videos all day. And like I'll be like, okay, I'm bored, and I'll literally swipe up to go home and i'll immediately click on facebook without me even realizing it i'll unlock Ooh. my phone and like like let's say if i go to do something like if i'm going to, to google to look at something or i'm going to my maps if i'm thinking about something else or talking to somebody else i'll unlock my phone and click on facebook like almost like just nonchalantly yeah like i won't even realize i'm doing it. i'll click on facebook and i'm like why the fuck am i on facebook and i'm like wow i'm just so used to unlocking my phone and clicking on my phone in that spot and it's like mentally now i was literally talking about it this weekend when I um when I was at the lagoon, I was like, I was telling um my friend Tyler, I was like, yo, bro, like I have an issue, and like I that's something I wanted to like start doing because you can actually go on the settings of your phone, the battery usage, and see how much time oh. you spend on these apps. Man, let me tell you what, Facebook, 
is almost like a full time job for me. The amount of time I spend on it in a week is crazy. You know, you could also like limit the time on the app as well. I did not know that. That's that's pretty cool. I I need to do. You that could give it like an hour, and after the hour, if you want to go on it, it's locked. What? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, something. Well. That's something new. I I need to learn that because I didn't I didn't know that. That's something. It new. like have you ever like I go on uh I got my I've been on LinkedIn but like I have that too. the past like six months you, you got I have me on LinkedIn you got your brother in law let's connect bro <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got like jobs and stuff yeah it's like a business world like you probably like in your industry you probably find a lot of like choreographers Co- yeah. and shit like that but or uh, videographers I've been on LinkedIn for a while but like I recently this past like six months to a year have been like active on LinkedIn and you know what I'll find like I'll look up I'll I'll open the app and if I don't have any notifications I get the, like I'll get a like a huh <laughs> like I'll get a little sigh of sorrow And it's like Why the fuck Why the fuck Cause we compare ourselves Ah Why We don't know Everybody wants attention We're human mm. Everybody wants a little bit of attention That's it's, a fact It's human nature That's a fact it's Blend in nature. I was gonna say that too When you're talking but, about But there's different in. types of attention too That everybody seeks yeah. And certain people need different types of attention Depending yep. on What they've gone through So like that So it, it varies from person to person too You know Yeah I just wanna get that off But I actually wanted to ask something I just remembered so, TikTok. TikTok is massive right now in the dancing industry, entertainment industry overall. I don't. Do you actually have TikTok, and is that something that you've actually tried using to actually like grow? I fans just reached ten k. So oh, wow. Okay, so yeah, you are on there. So do, do you do like a bunch of dancing stuff like that on there too? I do, but I don't just keep it dancing because I'm not just a dancer. So okay, I just cool. do different things. That's like really really stuff. cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, so has that. Has that played a big role for you at all? Honestly, yeah, because um, I was actually just talking to my agent, Lindsay, and Lindsay was saying that um, TikTok and, like, social media is actually your resume now. It's huge. So whatever you post or whatever, like, your jobs are and, they you know, they see it on your social media, like, they really take that in consideration and they're like, okay, like, this is your uh, resume. So is. I I I use TikTok just for the platform itself because it's a huge platform and I feel like there's things that I can achieve. Especially if you're a dancer though. Too, right? it, helps. Yeah. it helps. Like you yeah. can do everything they do there. It's yeah. networking, man. Because honestly, like you can, you could, you could get gigs from that. Like if somebody's happens, like somebody who's like starting up a project or something like that and they see you and like, yo, I'm a, this guy would be perfect for, mm-hmm. for what I'm doing. So I mean, that. a lot of, I've gotten two brand deals already from TikTok. So Boom. See, that's I'm great. not going to say them because they're, I don't know if it's, can I say it? It's legit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's you, uh, weed companies ah. like like CBD or like dispensaries. Um, neither, neither. It's like a they're in LA, bro. That's just recreational. I know that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, dispensaries is different. It's right? different weed companies that like send us like you know like a bong or something or like oh, okay sweaters so like, and stuff like, like that, and then we promote it. It's like Budweiser, Buy, yeah. You know what I mean? Like sponsoring yeah. them. Or whatever. That's pretty cool. That's really really dope. Really dope. But um. Did you guys want to add anything else? Or you want to start anything up? you want to say, bro? Promote everything you got while we're here too. Yeah, definitely promote yourself, man. Because we got so many listeners. <laughs> I think you Jonathan Quinones Seven for TikTok and Instagram. Um, Sp- spell your last name because I don't know how to spell that last name. To be Quinn honest, Quinn ones. Quinn ones. <laughs> 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 Not Quiznos, Quinones. Um, J O N A T H A N Q U I N O N E S Seven. Seven, all right, but and I go. think what I want to say is thank you guys for having me, yeah, and thank you guys for allowing me to you know share my story in a way. But you know, I feel like I can connect with people in a way, and you know, I'm not the only one that's going through this, Facts. so Facts. I feel like I can reach somebody's ear. And um, things take time, you know, even if you love it, it takes time, so. And also, don't compare yourself. Bro, if you, you didn't go. get any of those things he was trying to say, you got that's what his story says, if you ask me. Yep. Exactly those things. One, don't compare yourself. Two, things take time. So, don't. Sometimes it's going to be. You're going to have hard days for sure. But you're also going to have days that are amazing. So, but. there you go. Um, I want to thank you for coming. I do appreciate your time. Um, I think what you're doing is awesome. I think what you have done already is. It speaks a lot for, for you. You've done a lot you've accomplished a lot especially in three years it's crazy to to see what you've actually done in three years that's pretty amazing and uh i, I wish you the best and i hope you keep killing it i want to i want to watch you succeed and grow facts thank you oh my gosh so much thank you facts 
Facts. All right. Um, you guys want to say anything else? You want to close off with some weekly goals? Weekly goals. Yo, I take my exam tomorrow or today. Oof, you if got you're listening on Mo- Monday. Moment of silence right now. Hold on for Cruz. Hey. Three, two, one. I'm out of fucking get this shit, bro. You gotta get that tomorrow. You gotta execute, bro. Put it in your mind. You executing tomorrow, that's it, bro. Man. I, He's I'm about to go jogging right now, guys. Literally, y'all know. That's <laughs> like I'm trying to do everything that facilitates memorization, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just gonna go hard, bro. Confidence. I'm just happy I'm putting myself through it. Yo, Period. speaking of existence, bro. Congratulations on becoming a CPA, my dog. You know what I'm saying? There you go. We're gonna speak into existence. Okay. And bro, even if for some reason some crazy shit happens, you don't make it, bro, you're gonna do it, bro. Aspiring CPA. There you go. Boom. All right, but uh, my weekly goal um, is just to kind of keep pushing myself like I've been doing, but kind of give myself a chance to uh, relax a little bit, wind down. Especially at the end of the day, I think that's something I'm going to start doing. It's kind of my last hour of my day. I'm going to allow my mind to relax because I've been having my mind going until the second I fall asleep. Like, literally, as I'm laying down in bed, (laughs) my mind's already going. Like, I fall asleep with my mind running. So I think my last hour of my day, I'm going to start letting my mind relax. Meditate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I need yeah. to kind of let myself, uh, my mind burn some incense. Yeah. I can't, bro. I got asthma. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have that pump right next to you. <laughs> I know, bro. Even sometimes essential oils fuck my chest up. So <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So um, we do appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys are first time listeners and you guys listen all the way, we do appreciate you guys as well. You guys can follow us on all social media platforms at Pocket Watch Podcast. Um, we do appreciate you guys once more and hope you guys have a great week and keep executing. Pocket Watch out. Out. Boom. <laughs>